This episode of Laser Time is brought to you by Casper Mattresses. And you listeners can go to caspertrial.com slash laser time and get 50 whole dollars towards any new mattress. And goodbye. No, I don't mean that, but this is going to be a very special, fun quiz down episode of Laser Time, the internet's 19th leading pop culture show, continuing our backwards slide. Uh, each week we grab a new topic, grab our friends and experts, and uh, try and make a little fun audio shebang for you. And this this week is no exception. Who else is joining me? Baddest robot, Dave Rudd. Oh, God. <laughs> Spoiling my quiz. Thirty-twenty-ten. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stay in a good man. R.I.P. Carl Reiner. Yeah. And... No clever nickname, Video Game Apocalypse is Michael Raparas. Uh, and yes, we've been recording a lot lately, but Dave, Dave had what I thought was a splendid idea, especially in this time where we're all binging things. Uh, mm-hmm. a, a quiz on the end slates of TV shows. And by that, we, we typically mean, what I mean here specifically is the production company who makes the show. Yeah. Uh, Which, yeah, I mean, like, you know, most of the world... Uh, my wife and I are, are binging shows, and like when you watch the same show a hundred times in the course of uh, three weeks, <laughs> you tend to say that same thing to each other quite yeah. often, which uh, <laughs> I hope will serve me well on this quiz. There's, there's still yeah. one that's in my head that I couldn't find that I have like yeah. I have memorized like a song, but since I don't know what it is, only that I've heard it a thousand times, and and especially if you like fall asleep in the other room. With one of these things, like a an entire series blaring, you just kind of get woken up, like, "Oh, that was the logo." Another episode passed. <laughs> like I can tell that time is passing. Uh, yeah. I, but streaming is making that a little harder, though, because sometimes yeah. they'll just move to the next one right before the logo. Like I'm waiting for it. So I Di- know it's coming, Diana. That was the, the I beat myself up when preparing these things. Am I out of touch? And I don't <laughs> have anything to say to the kids of America. But like. This is weird. Like most people watch things, especially right now, on streaming, and you will never see these things. Either they skip to the next episode or skip the credits entirely. Yeah. Uh, or, or like even on TV now, they play the credits underneath the episode starting of the next show. So, yeah, like, the, mm. the only ones that I'm aware of are ones that literally have content up until that right. place card. Right. Um, I'm not even sure if like Netflix actually has these for their original shows. The only thing I know of is they will show those same credits, but in Spanish and in German. You Mm -hmm. motherfucker. I went and grabbed that specifically because like, okay, what's the end of Stranger Things sound like? And I realized I have never seen it. I have never (laughs) seen the production company of Stranger Things. The, what is it? The Duffer Brothers, Matt and Ross, Mm -hmm. their production company. It is actually called, what is it called? Monkey Massacre Productions. And at the <laughs> at the end at the end of the at the end of every episode of Stranger Things, there is a live action stuffed monkey with a massive butcher knife in its hand, stabbing shit. <laughs> you like? I was wow. I just Who found a stock uh, audio library. I, <laughs> I found yeah, this out. Soundboard. I found this out minutes minutes before the episode. Like I had no idea this was there, and like real. And then I'm like googling around, and like real smart Stranger Things marks, of course, did. But like that was news to me. I had no idea what company was associated with uh, Stranger Things, and I think that's kind of weird because that's what they're there for. They're usually there if like people are ignoring written text, they can hear a sound effect like oh. I, I can't hire Warner Brothers to make my show, but I can hire these people before the Warner Brothers logo. And by the way, the Warner Brothers logo was frustrating. I wanted to grab a bunch of stuff from like Animaniacs and Batman the Animated Series, like silence. So I only grabbed stuff with sound. And I also catered, tried to cater to you guys because I am quizzing you. Um, I'm quizzing is, you. Is right the now. point to guess the production company or the show? Both. I am allowing okay. you to do okay. both because uh, we not only do we have a bunch of fun sound clips. Uh, I'm going to try and dispense a little trivia uh, about this. And the second Dave brought this up, this is because this is the production uh, company I thought of. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, and that was the first thing I thought of. And then I realized before I Googled it, I have no idea what I saw this on. 
I do. I do. It was on Family Ties. It was on Family Ties. I remember I would run into the room when my parents were with our, in our one television household in a much smaller world. I would run into the room to see, in, or more likely hear. The- sit, Ubu, sit. It made me laugh more than the entire show of Family Ties. I would leave for the duration of the show and come back just to hear the Ubu thing. And it's Ubu Productions, production company of uh, Gary Gary David Goldberg, responsible for Family Ties, and Sarah's favorite movie, Dad. Uh, that's a good 302010 <laughs> episode. And again, Sarah was supposed to be here, so some of the stuff was tailored for her. So, uh, Michael, thank you for subbing in for us. I realized sure. I needed you because... Our tastes are more aligned, and I'm like, oh, God, is anybody going to get any of these? Well, let's find out with our end slate quiz down when we get back from this short break. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. I hope you're well-rested, because if you're not, oh, man, this is going to be the perfect sponsor for today. Casper Mattresses. Yes, Casper Mattresses, baby. Offering you one hell of a sleep experience for an outrageously reduced cost. And even better than that, if you go to caspertrial.com slash lasertime, you can get $50 towards any mattress that you want right now. And when I say any mattress, I mean from twin to California king. And if you don't know what Casper Mattresses are, uh, they are mattresses that combine high-density memory foam and premium latex to create a sleep surface that contours to your body and keeps you cool and balanced through the night. Casper's dug deep into the science of sleep, and they're trying to offer you a better mattress at a much better cost. And one of the ways Casper has cut out the cost is by not having stores throughout the entire country. Instead, they ship the mattress right to you. As a result, Casper mattresses are up to a quarter of the price that you'll find in most big box stores, and even better than that, and if you have any reservations of a mattress being shipped to your house, Casper knows that, and that's why they've provided Provided you with a hundred night risk-free trial. You don't like the Casper mattress? Give them a call. They'll come pick it up for you, get rid of it, and give you a full refund. If you're in the market for a new mattress, please consider Casper. And even better, go to caspertrial.com slash laser time to get $50 towards any new mattress. Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the Laser Time crew? Then we strongly encourage you to support this show on patreon.com slash laser time. It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the Laser Time Network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste. So Disney has said they they want to retheme uh, Splash Mountain to be Princess and the Frog uh, instead of the Song of the South theme, and and, and I'm totally get it and I'm, I'm all for it and the people that are like oh my god you can't you're, you're changing this thing it was and by the way all of those animals used to be on America's scene right. before they were on that none of the ride, almost also, half. everything at Disneyland is like old as shit it should be new <laughs> and interesting <laughs> it's time for a change come on something yeah. else yeah, I think well, I, I mean nothing else will always have that earnest special I would be much more sad about Splash Mountain's retheming if it wasn't an excellent choice I don't know if 10 11 year old movie counts as something new Michael but like it's like it's already set in New Orleans. It totally makes sense. I remember going on that ride for like the first time in like the early 2000s that was my first time and I was like wow I didn't know there were all these animals and Song of the South this movie must be crazy I'm like no they <laughs> they cannibalized an old ride and like threw all that shit in there to weirdly make Song of the South look like it was much more raucous and big than it was. There are, yeah, it, they're, that's they're like, what's weird. The timing, it was never a big movie. It's like, uh, God, what's a what's a Disney movie? Brother Bear. It'd be like putting out an attraction <laughs> theme around Brother Bear. Get Bonus Time, a weekly uncensored and commercial-free podcast every Tuesday, starting for just $5 on Patreon.com slash LazerTime. Do you like Video Game Apocalypse and 302010? Well, the LaserTime Patreon has figured out a way to combine the two over at patreon.com slash lasertime. We've taken a month's worth of 302010's games from 3020 and 10 years ago and grabbed the hosts, Michael Raparez and Matthew Allen from Video Game Apocalypse. And with our combined three decades plus in the games industry, we found a great way to take a deep dive into the biggest gaming anniversaries of the month. Here's a recent sample. And I really want to talk about this Combat Tribes, because in a weird yes. way, Combat Tribes sort of taught me how to read. I remember being very young in a summer camp, and we were at a bowling alley for a week. No one could really figure out what to call this game, and you know, without an internet or a caring adult, Combat Tribes, Com- Coma Tribes, 
Yeah, it was it was difficult. We all had different, and I've never, and only until recording podcasts have I heard anybody. Uh, Combo tribes makes the most sense. What doesn't make sense is that this is a beat 'em up from Technos, the Double Dragon people, who yes. built us the beat 'em up, and this game has no jump. It has a dash yeah. knee move like Double Dragon. I just played this, obviously, but I I loved it. I love beat 'em ups, and this one is bloody and brutal. You can kick and punch people when they're down. You can slam clown's head into the pavement until blood splatters everywhere. I fucking love this game. And I, I will never forget like the ad campaign for it, which was like this comic book ad in EGM with like the main villain Martha Splatterhead, who's like a hot blonde in a tight dress. It's like, oh, I'm, my gangs will take over the city and like, not if the combat tribes, Berserker, Bulova, and Blitz can stop you. Yeah. And she's like, oh, come on, Blitz, you wouldn't hit a lady, would you? And then like the last frame is just this muscle man standing over a woman that he's just punched out, screaming, cyborgs ain't ladies. <laughs> So, in addition to weekly bonus shows, over 100 movie commentaries, exclusive specials, you can get the 30 2010 Video Games Edition, celebrating a month of important gaming milestones every single month at patreon.com slash lasertime in exchange for just five bucks. And you'll support all of the Lasertime shows, including Video Game Apocalypse, right guys? Yay! Welcome back, everyone. Who's ready to play the feud? I should come up with a better name for this. <laughs> it's the More end credits production. It's the, it's it. the end credits uh, <laughs> quiz down, baby. Uh, Dave, Diana, and Michael are playing. Um, I should probably find a way to keep score, even though it doesn't matter to anyone it's but a Dave. Catastrophe. <laughs> <laughs> Who is ready to start the uh, the Laser Times first annual annual? I'll never be able to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and slate production t- production slate quiz down. I cannot make this sound exciting. Um, I'm going to go in alphabetical order here, and then we're just going to go round robin from there. And if you can't guess it, it goes on to the next person. Okay. Wait. Mm-hmm. So the production companies are in alphabetical order. No, the, the contestants. You, David. Oh, okay. Yes, it means you are just by yes. sheer luck first. <laughs> uh, by sheer luck, David. Can you Curse guess my parents? <laughs> Good old Dave Ridden. Can you guess the name of this production company? It's not Hanna Barbera, is it's it? Dave's. Uh, it's Dave. It's uh, Dave. Shut up. <laughs> it's not that. Um, boy, I I I know. Um, fu- fu- uh, Funimation. No, not Funimation. What's the uh, Filmation? No, no. Ooh, sorry, Dave. You should have listened to Michael. <laughs> what? It was Hanna Barbera, and it's it just from my my early childhood. This was ubiquitous because this was like on, on a on a daily basis. All the cartoons we had were on USA Cartoon Express, and it was based on the last two decades of Hanna Barbera output. Mm-hmm. And I I I think the I company suffered for it. Yeah, I, I think the company fucking Jabberjaw, <laughs> who does make an appearance in Scoop. You'll be happy to know. Oh, good. Very very oh, small good. appearance. No, it's not good. It's it's static and it's grape ape and Jabberjaw. Deserve so, better. Uh, can people steal? <laughs> what? Can people steal if one person, if the person in alphabetical order gets it wrong? I don't know. Uh, I didn't think about any of these rules. How about how about yes? As long as you're willing to keep okay. score. <laughs> uh, that, is, that is Hanna Barbera. I usually didn't use anything that broad, just because I didn't want to use anything like Universal or Paramount because that's boring, uh, and it didn't have any trivia behind it. But I wanted to make sure you got this. We move over to Diana. Diana, mm. can you guess? The name uh, of this production company. Fremulon. Oh, that was cheap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you name a show that they make? Parks and Rec. Fremulon. That is absolutely correct. <laughs> I mean, it's Nick Offerman. That kind of yeah. helps. But it is, it's 30 Rock, too, I think. And yeah. uh, I, don't, I don't think 30 Rock, but The Good Place is where I think oh. I first started hearing that logo. Because, again, I watched Parks and Rec on Netflix. Never saw the credits. It <laughs> But uh, the, uh, I, did anybody finish up The Good Place? I never actually watched the last season. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's fabulous. I know. It turns out The Good Place was inside of us all along. <laughs> Aw. Aw, cheaty. It's so sweet of you. <laughs> so sweet of you. Can I get a point for, for noting that it, uh, I think it says this has been one unit of Fremulon Entertainment at the end of the <laughs> Does it? Of the card. Yeah, apparently it's, it's Michael Schur's uh, production company. I think that's Moe's mm-hmm. on The Office. 
Uh, it's and it was based on a the fake insurance company his internet handle used to work at. I think they were called. For, <laughs> yeah, it goes back. I tried to dig into a little bit of some of this. Um, for example, Michael, your turn. And mm-hmm. I don't Dave know. Dave can steal because I wasn't paying attention when you said you were going alphabetically. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm you, I'm surprising you. Uh, right. I'm surprising you with a sound. Oh man, no! I. Okay. Oh, I. <laughs> Not right. Someone else. Go. Everybody else I, wants to steal. I think that's it's, Castle Rock Entertainment. Yes. Diana. Wow. Yeah. That is and absolutely Castle Rock Entertainment. Again, R.I.P. Carl Reiner. Yeah. yeah. And I, I totally expect like a Seinfeld uh, like clip to play over that. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Sony, and then the, like the Sony logo. But uh, that is Castle Rock Entertainment. The company Rob Reiner started after Stand by Me. I thought it was just. Uh, I thought it was all rolled in together, but it is weird. He started a company named Castle Rock based after a consistent location in Stephen King books. And then he went on to produce every Stephen King movie ever. And it's just like if I started a company called like, like Spider Gwen and ended up producing a bunch of Marvel entertainment instead of being sued. Like, I don't know how this existed, but they never made another television show that got more than one and a half seasons that, Anybody other than Dave would know. Like maybe Single Guy, I think, is one of their shows. But everything else last is like a one season wonder. But the movies, their first movie is when Harry met Sally, and they did they produced Shawshank Redemption, Green Mile. That's the one with the boy fishing, right? Which one? Is that the boy fishing? No, it's a lighthouse. It's a lighthouse at the lighthouse. Got it. And me and my lady were, were. That's the that was what I was referencing. She puts on comfort Seinfeld and I'll just be kind of sleeping and just awoken to like this. Imagine this blaring down a hallway. (laughs) (laughs) Another episode is over. Hulu not skipping the production companies. Good for them. Uh, Dave, Mm -hmm. are you ready for your next next answer? Michael, Uh, are you ready? Michael, are you ready to share? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Are you ready? Could you could you have guessed that, Michael Castle Rock? No, no, you're not a Seinfeld fan. Not really. No, no. When it came on in high school, I was like, "That's a network TV show. I'm not interested in that." Oh, and then, yeah, it's just like, nah, I'll watch it when it's on, but I'm not really. I remember feeling that way about Home Improvement, but not Seinfeld. Yeah, I turned my TV off after Caroline in the City. <laughs> See, I, I thought that Seinfeld was more in line with something like Home Improvement, so it was just like, nah, it's not in- interesting I, to me. I think we need to go back and binge then. No. Yes. Why? It's so good, dude, <laughs> especially a, when you watch I mean, it in order. A lot like Curb Your Enthusiasm, if you do too many in a row, you start to like hate humanity mm-hmm. because they're all terrible people. Mm-hmm. But two, one or two at a time really <laughs> makes, makes you feel good. So we back, we're back on David. David, uh, yes. can yes. you guess uh, the name of this company or the show or shows that they produce? Absolutely no idea. Oh, what? Uh, uh, that's that. That's not technically incorrect. You could take a stab <laughs> in the dark. Uh, <laughs> show is also acceptable. Uh, I don't know. Some Cartoon Network shit. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, are it you is. Accepting that, My, Michael. Are you going to steal? Uh, it's Astro Base Go. Yes, you got the the production company, everything, and what's the only show oh. that they make? Venture Brothers. It is the Venture <laughs> Brothers. Uh, the Venture Brothers, which is just a wonderful little slice of pop culture that we get gifted to us every three and a half years <laughs> for six weeks. It might as well be a fucking miniseries. Like, uh, just yeah. mm. it's still going. Like, it's been going since I think two thousand one, two thousand two. Yeah, yeah. something like that. I think I think Comedy Central. Uh, we're, we're on like season seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I see Rick and Morty fans bitching all the time. Like, dude, you have no idea what it's like to wait for your show until you've been a Venture Brothers fan. But uh, yeah, what well, Doc Hammer, Jackson Public. I f- forget their real names, but uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's what they go by. Uh, I think Comedy Central commissioned Venture Brothers uh, based on some of their work on The Tick, which was also huh. an excellent show. If you've never seen the first pilot, it's like real stunted compared to the rest of the show because the show's actually pretty pretty gorgeous nowadays. If you haven't watched yeah. the Venture Brothers and you like, like comic me. book and geek shit, 
The yeah. pilot is like this weird flash animated monstrosity. Yeah. yeah, it's not it's not a good place to start. You gotta get to episode six, Ghost of the Sargasso. Yes, <laughs> that's where it really kicks off. Mm-hmm. And and I've, I've I've lost so many people who like watched the Gargantua 2 episode and like, yeah, I'm not interested. It's like, but that's the worst one. Yeah, it's so complicated. <laughs> It's very, it's a very funny and absurd show with continuity. It takes incredibly seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I know Diane is a fan, so I, I was expecting oh, you to cute. get that one. Yeah, speaking yeah. Ghost of the Sargasso. Speaking of Scooby Doo, mm-hmm. yeah, it's <laughs> a riff on Scooby Doo. Yeah. Doesn't can, seem to want to do anything except that. <laughs> yeah, the evil, what un, undead pilot who's been buried at sea just comes out and just likes to yell. Oh! <gasps> Stands there screaming in apparent <laughs> agony, but just yeah, just stands still with his arms out. Who is also Major Tom, whose wife left him for the Action Man. It it's <laughs> it's all filled with wonderful references. Uh, my favorite from the episode being like Doctor's Log. I've lost my locator, and yes, I recognize the irony of that. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me laugh so much. Okay, who is who's next on this? Is it Diana? Uh, yeah. Die. You should be able to get this. Right. You ready? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, that's from Absolutely to do Tim and Eric. Mm-hmm. That would be Abso, one word, second word, Lutely. Abso- and it's one of their dads. It's from, definitely like, a high decker. From the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that just come up for Father's Day. It was like, happy Father's Day to this dad and no other dads. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was uh, Tim Heidecker like, oh, can, Dad, can you describe this vacation in two words? And he said, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that is an extremely dad thing to do. Uh, and he's wearing one of the coolest free hats you've ever seen in your life. God, I miss those hats so much. No one's ever paid for a hat that puffy. They were just mm. ubiquitous in the 80s. Absolutely yep. Productions. Tim and Eric, it, it, it's we're for some reason me and my girls started rewatching Tim and Eric and I didn't realize you can consume the entirety of the series in less than the time it takes to watch two movies it's <laughs> oh, it, okay. it it holds up it is yeah. it is fucking excellent it, it it roughly defines everything that's on adult swim these days and especially comedy that I like I think it's really bizarre these two guys people didn't know that well started this absolutely company and everything I've liked in the last 10 years and loved has come out of this production company. Nathan for you review with Bob and David comedy, bang, bang, the Eric Andre show. They're all produced by absolutely. Wow. Yeah. And, and I just find that so strange. Like, cause they, they seem like the guys who are inspired by the people whose shows they end up producing. And <laughs> I just think that's kind of wonderful. By the way, I, I recommend watching the entirety of Tim and Eric instead of two movies, especially if one of those two movies is Tim and Eric's billion dollar movie. That is mm-hmm. one of two ab- absolutely productions. And you're probably not going to like Mr. Universe or sorry, Mr. America, the Tim Heidecker documentary about him running for local office. I, I have you guys talked about this with Brett? Him and Carolyn are really <laughs> deep into the, the Tim Heidecker universe. It is very strange. And someone detailed a very thorough, you have to be watching numerous web shows, canceled adult swim shows. And all of this culminated in a movie that came out on Hulu called Mr. America. Absolutely. Second movie. I'm not describing it very well because it doesn't make a ton of sense to me, but it's, it's, <laughs> It's a who's million dollar movie. I think is one of those things that's it's funny to think about. Yeah, oh, maybe yeah. more than it is to watch. Like the idea of yeah, they somehow get handed a billion dollars and spend it all to hire a Johnny Depp impersonator to wear a suit made out of diamonds. Yes, Diamond Joe. <laughs> that's the movie. I've seen it. I've seen it three times, and it, it it always like wears out its welcome with me. And I think part of the reason is the lo-fi brilliance of their media parodies. Like once they got uh, like movie money, like how do you make that look better and how do you make that funnier by making it look better? Yeah. Nothing is enhanced in your show with a budget. We, it's what we call the jerky boys conundrum. <laughs> <laughs> but abso- absolutely. Um, who is, who is Diana got that one? Yeah. Good, good job, Diana. Uh, we are on to Mickle. Yep. Mickle, can you guess this production company? Bye. Have a beautiful time. <laughs> Oh, that's uh, that's Seth MacFarlane's production company, right? No, the, uh, no. You can name the show it's associated with and save yourself. It's it's not American Dad or it Family Guy. Is American Dad, but not okay. Family Guy. Uh, oh. That's a fuzzy door joint. <laughs> I hate oh, that I know I see, this, I but I I like uh, if you if you ever watch like fucking TikTok videos, like this has now been used in memes 
of like video game shit where a car gets glitched out and flies across the screen and then you just hear. <laughs> 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 have a beautiful time. <laughs> so it's it's not associated with Seth MacFarlane. Who is it? Is it's Underdog Productions? I believe it's the other two co-creators of American Dad. It's their oh, their see, little beeswax, and I am very confused as to what's happening with Seth MacFarlane because I think he just got lured away with that fucking with like two hundred million dollars of peacock money and basically is going to quit any kind of producer or writing on any of those shows he's associated with. Huh. And uh, it, to my knowledge, maybe I think he's got one season left of the Orville, which I fucking loved. And to, to so Seth MacFarlane, I say, Bye, have a beautiful time. <laughs> with all that money. <laughs> and I would say American dad is, and always has been better than family guy. It's, I love Bring how, it. I love how different they both taste. Because mm-hmm. they sh- they should have been exactly the same or a sillier version of the other, but they're completely different. Yeah. And and I, I really do enjoy American Dad a lot these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, a lot of this quiz will be if you're scratching your head, just think Adult Swim because that's the only time I really hear this shit. Sunday night I will watch normal television, and that is about it. Other than kind of a gross addiction to news shared by everyone in this household and uh but they Anderson don't have cooper 360 have one of these no, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye beautiful time <laughs> honestly though we haven't really what like we stopped watching family guy around the time brian died it had nothing right. to do with brian dying it's just like the quality of the show just plummeted like yeah. it's not funny anymore. and i've heard it's bounced back and goes yeah. down and bounced back and i was just like eh. I don't know, man. They 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 tend to have like one laugh out loud moment per show, and that's enough for me. Like especially when all I'm gonna do is look at my phone, like things on Facebook, and match gems and shit. Family Guy's <laughs> fine with me. Yeah, Family Guy thinks it's edgy, but it is not repeatedly killed Santa Claus <laughs> and brought that's about true. the apocalypse. Um, I want to see if any of you can guess who's next. No, it's uh, did Michael hey. get that one? He did. Dave. It's not on me. Oh, Dave. You're you're gonna love this one. Uh, can you guess this production company, the show it's associated, or a, any show that it's associated with? <laughs> Again, some Adult Swim shit. Ooh, that is double incorrect. <laughs> Sounds like okay. some Danny Elfman stuff, right there. Ooh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, look, remember when I said I was time? trying to tailor the show to people who were gonna be on but weren't? Oh. Mm. Maybe this isn't a show you watched as much as me and Diana did. If anybody wanted to steal. And Sarah did. And we oh. also recently covered their second movie on 3022. <laughs> yeah. Mission Impossible. No. I have an idea. Excuse <laughs> female. This isn't like related to Sex in the City, is it? That is uh-huh. Darren Star Darren Productions. Oh, nicely that is, done, Michael. And that's why I, I assumed you'd get it, because of all the shows that I binged, and this was... is out of my, I'm not a Sex and the City hater at all, but it was out of my control, because that's what my girlfriend and a roommate would watch all day with no cable. This was the DVD days, so like the credits did not skip. This just played throughout the room mm-hmm. for a year. So I, so I thought I thought all the ladies yeah. would get this immediately. Uh, wow. No, I did not. But it was weird. I was thinking, because I know we're talking about things at the end of shows, and mm-hmm. I was thinking about things at the beginning of shows a little mm-hmm. bit earlier, and I was thinking the the HBO sound, the mm-hmm. shh, whoa. Right. So I couldn't use there filmation. Are, there are so many, there are so many shows that you could think is coming next. I always think the Sex and the City theme, even though I've watched Sopranos more. I've watched so many other shows more, but if I hear that HBO sound, just like if I hear the 20th Century Fox theme, I think Star Wars is coming. Mm -hmm. I hear the HBO sound, and I think Sex and the City. That's weird, because every time I hear the Ah. Sex and the City theme, I think I'm about to play a Jackbox game. (laughs) (laughs) Dave was drinking, but that was a joke exclusively for him, and it just went went nowhere (laughs) with him. Um, Ah. Now it's it's time to challenge, uh, who is it? Diana. Mm -hmm. Diana, are you ready? Can you guess uh, this title card <laughs> oh oh it's um it's, uh, <laughs> now here's the thing though that's so that's not dan Harmon, though no it's the one that comes before that <laughs> you're almost there i should have given you half a correct um oh you, guess the show just guess the show oh it's community no no i mean no uh, Fuck. You were so- now Rick and Morty then. It's Rick and Morty. Yes, it's Rick and. It's I don't really know what the identity of these 
production companies are, I guess, why, like, you know, we have a business, we have a company that we've created just for IRS purposes, but I guess Justin Roiland's (laughs) company is called Solo Vanity Card Productions, (laughs) and and is accompanied with this noise. And have you have you ever looked at it for a second? Just paused it. It's like solo vanity card productions. You're looking at it, baby, right like here. <laughs> happening too. That's that's the Harmon claptrap one that follows oh. afterwards. Okay. So if you watch the show Solar Opposites, which is fucking awesome, uh, you can you can see this logo again. <laughs> I never get tired of playing. It. It's so obnoxious, <laughs> and it won't be interrupted because it's on Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> there is a wonderful joke about that in Solar Opposites. Uh, welcome back to the show, unless you're rich and skip the ads. Good for you. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, who are we on? Mickle? Yep. Sure. Okay, Mickle. A famous, uh, I, and I tried to get famous shows, so uh, you might not get this, but just telling you to think back. I made this. Does it sound so familiar? familiar? It sounds familiar, but I can't place it. I made this. I know I've seen this a bunch of times, but I can't remember <laughs> what it was after. If you saw this show, you definitely yep. saw it a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Of everything we're going to talk about, this might have the most episodes. Oh. I don't know. Someone else wants to steal. Pic- I can picture it, and I can't I, tell you. I, I, know, I know the show, but I don't know the, the production company. That, that, that uh, works, Dave. It's X-Files. It is the X Files. Ah, huh. I forget the name of the production production company. It's a uh, uh, ten thirteen production. It was a number, yeah. It's ten thirteen productions. Which please don't fall down the rabbit hole I did. Like ten thirteen appears in a number of X Files episodes, and yes, it is Fox Mulder's birthday, uh, wow. October thirteenth. And I mean, like on a minor note, it's also my wedding anniversary. But is it I mean, really? it, those those other things, you know, those are more important. <laughs> you did that on purpose, didn't yeah, you? Yeah. Yeah. And Chris Carter actually showed up to the wedding, which was really, really. Nice. That was amazing. Yeah. He was nice and surly. Dave, Dave's wedding is canon. That's true. Mm-hmm. He kept he kept throwing a pocket knife in the dirt and bitching about Harsh Realm being canceled. It was <laughs> so obnoxious. <laughs> okay, you know what? I I didn't have this one on because this was gonna, uh, but I'm gonna play it for you guys anyway. If anybody wants to guess exactly what this is, let's give them four points. Okay. Well. It's- 20th Century Fox. It is not. It is, oh, it wait. Is not, it, You're right. Oh, yeah. It is not 20th Century Fox. It is confusing because I think it's just a joke included in every episode of Futurama. Oh, 21st Century oh. Fox? 30th Century Fox. 30th Because I, I looked it up, and it, it doesn't seem to be a real company, as far as I can tell. And, and people seem to come to the consensus that it was just a joke. And I, but so I kept it, I kept it off there as I kept off the Fox logo. But yeah, it's the exact same. If you watch them, they play back to back. Uh, <laughs> if you ever see the credits again, um, is it Di's turn? I forget. Yes. Yes, it is Diana's turn. Okay. I'm also taking you back with this one because I had to. Oh, I. Stephen J. Cannell? Oh my God! Yes! <laughs> oh my God! Yes! How? I was waiting for that one. How? Uh, that, uh, that was up there with Ubu, and I was like, oh man, we're doing all recent ones and shit. Speaking of Family Guy, they made a joke about this, and I was like, they well, did. I'm the one person who got that. They did. They, I mean, Sid Ubu Sid has been referenced more, but Family Guy did a wonderfully animated yep. version of this, and as far as I know, this is the only production slate that stars the guy whose name is in the title of the company. <laughs> yeah. It's him it's typing in a typewriter so with a pipe. Fucking egotistical. Yes. He's typing in a typewriter, and then... <clears throat> Then he pulls the paper out and it like flies away. Like, oh, it's so special. He is the weaver of dreams. Even though, like, the Simpsons actually uh, made fun of this too. Like, there's like a scratchy production and scratchy. Yeah, they did. (laughs) They did. Because it was a creator, not creator, well, producer on Rockford Files, A Team, and 21 Jump Street, and a bunch of other stuff no one listening has ever watched. (laughs) <laughs> They've watched the, uh, the movie remakes in 2009. <laughs> mm. uh, it probably wasn't there, and that's why <laughs> this movie sucked. Um, you know what? Who are we on now? This is back to Diana. Got that one right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael. Yeah, it's one I couldn't even tell you what the hell show I saw it on, but I remember seeing it and thinking, like, even as a little kid, being like, "Who the fuck is that guy? Yeah, <laughs> <Who the laughs> he's just special. Who the fuck is this beardo?" <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, now we're on to Michael. Guess the name of the show, production company, uh, or whatever. That's a little lame. Fuck. Uh, it's, play it again? I Again, I chose shows I know all of us have watched a lot. Hmm. Oh, that's familiar. It's not ringing any bells for me. What about the second production company logo? Oh, it's uh, on um, Arrested Development. That is that is the Imagine uh, Company with Ron Howard, followed by the Hurwitz Company, which is just the Arrested Development ukulele. And yes, congratulations! I handed that to you on a silver platter. <laughs> you <laughs> really did. I like uh, that. Imagine I had it. There is something else that follows that in my brain mm-hmm. that I've heard a million times. I probably Seinfeld or something different. I don't know, but. That is one of those things where it's attached to so many other shows that mm. it just fires a different like synapse in my brain. Mm. And Dave, I swear to God, I'm not I'm now I'm, I'm no longer like selecting things. I'm not selecting things to play for you guys. I put these in random orders okay. on a keyboard. And tell uh, me, God, if this is an Adult Swim show, uh, <laughs> I, I, I love those shows, but I just do not watch them in time. <laughs> this is the only hint I'll give you. Other than that, this is a little older than a lot of the stuff we've played, but within our lifetimes, and is not an Adult Swim show. This may give you like fuzzy memories. I I know this is not it, but maybe this is an early version of it that I'm just forgetting. Is this Deke? No. Uh, no, I did not do Deke because that joke had to be saved until the end. Is it filmation? Did it no. You're cl- you're close. Think of something that's more me than you. <laughs> what shows did I like back in that era? Maybe a little more than you did. There was a bunch of stuff hanging in my house of it. Uh, we've done several shows about it. There's been video games about several of these characters. Disney? Uh, sure. You, you deserve it. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's Buena Vista Television. It's the people who... The, the stupid company that made all the Disney afternoon. And uh, I think up until 07... I didn't know this. I'm sorry. I grew up in Florida and was obsessed with Disney. And the Buena Vista name was everywhere. I didn't know they got rid of it over 10 years ago, like stripped it of ev- stripped everything of the Buena Vista. Other, other than the streets in Orlando that are named Buena Vista, mm. there is no more Buena Vista companies. They had the copyright on Roger Rabbit. Um, yeah, that's it's a lake in California near the uh, Disney the Disney lot. Buena Vista was kind of synonymous with Disney for a while. I didn't know they yeah, it's been disbanded for a very long time. Um, you know what? Who's going to die? This is a tough one. I apologize in advance. But I gave you two. Mm. Oh, I definitely have watched a show with that a bunch. You have. Uh. Maybe two shows. The second show <laughs> would have been a prequel to the first show. Well, I think I know what show uh. it's talking about now. The second show is currently airing. Yeah, how many shows are prequels to other shows? Uh, <laughs> oh, what do we watch? <laughs> what do we have a bunch of sitting on our DVR? Uh, a lot of things. Uh, I don't know. Tell me. Uh, it's Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. Highbridge Entertainment and and Grand Vile. I don't know which one belongs to Vince Gilligan, but I just. I, Diane, I did not recognize it either, but I, for the record, I torrented the shit out of most of Breaking Bad and then saw it on Netflix, so I don't know that I ever saw stuck around for this. Uh, no, this we, we have. That's why it was bugging <laughs> me. Like, I've seen this recently. It's really recently. I we mean, only have a couple episodes on the DVR still. Yeah. Don't yell at us. We got to finish <laughs> it. I know. I love it. Well, that's what, that's what I don't... Because even even I, I have, I, I have a, a Sling account, and I will occasionally DVR something, but I don't get... I don't get the episode that aired on television, so I'll still get the production logo. Well, if you're watching most shows live on any channel now, they start this next show in the middle of the credits, so you wouldn't hear any sound of any kind. I don't know that I've ever heard this on Breaking or, or Better Call Saul because they kind of yeah. No, we definitely hear it because then because mm. we're waiting for the next time on, which will tell us nothing and frustrate right. us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least we don't have to watch Low Winter Sun in order to. Oh <laughs> find God. Out. Those were the worst. Oh, my, was that the that train the show? Biggest, that was the biggest dick move ever. No, if you wanted to see the next time on for Breaking Bad, you had to make it to the first commercial break of Low Winter Sun. They wanted oh to trick God. you into watching it. Oh, my God. 
I am not a fan of that at all. (laughs) No Uh, one watched that show. Sorry, Mark Strong. (laughs) Uh, This is to Michael. The show or the production company uh, behind this sound. I'm pretty sure that's racist. (laughs) (laughs) Hear it again. You can still call him Minishnish. I don't think I've ever heard this before. <laughs> uh, uh, anybody else? Like, I love this show, so I thought somebody would get it. No. Uh, yeah, well, my dog's mad about it. Let's yeah. just say it's one of the longest-running live-action comedies in cable history. It, it, I think it is the longest-running comedy in cable history. Scripted. Poor. I don't know. Uh, that is incorrect. That is incorrect. Really? non Non-animated? Not, yeah, non-animated. I think South Park's been on longer. Simpsons yeah. and South Park really fuck with every every goddamn record. But uh, if you can think of a show that's been on the air for uh, almost 15 years. 15 mm. years. Mm. And you've definitely seen it. You probably have the same relationship with it I do. Which doesn't, in, doesn't help endear yourself to it, in my opinion. This is no one? All right, I'll just say it. No. Everybody's wrong. It is always sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, Wait, they've changed it a couple times, though. uh, Diana, you play it backwards. It's always played backwards. Like, like you shouldn't have done this. You're wasting your time. That is the first one. Uh, You're stupid for playing this forward is the season one. (laughs) Uh, The season one sound behind RCH, which shows a picture of Glenn Howerton. uh, What's his name? Uh, Rob McElney and Charlie Day. For the production company, uh, what is it, RCH? Which at one point, Glenn's like, so you made a production company out of your name. She's like, that's not an, an initial for our names. He's like, well, what is it? And like, most carpenters will know the answer. It's an acronym for something. And everyone on, like, he means RCH stands for Red Cunt Hair. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, he hmm. said he said it's not an, it's not initials for their names. It is, huh. it is, that's what he said. It implied it's. This shit is one red color. <laughs> it's a unit of measurement for the working class, and it oh, changes yeah. every season and contains a lot of references to the... It, it contains the word brown a lot. Uh, brown now in HD. It's always played backwards, and people obviously very quickly can flip it around and see what it says, and they always do. But apparently the brown is a ween reference. These guys love ween. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> no idea the Always Sunny, sunny guys liked ween. Um, I I listen to a lot of Ween and I don't get that reference. Uh, something about how it's used, Brown is used in one or two Ween songs to mean like mm. uh, this is awesome if you're lame. It's Brown, mm. man. <laughs> it's Brown. All right, all right. Wait, who was who did I give that to? Michael. Always Sunny. Not well. Yeah. I, okay, so Always Sunny is my perfect example of a show I would love if it was airing on TV every day. But my relationship with it is it shows up on Netflix. I finish it in yep. a single weekend. And I don't think about it again for eleven months mm-hmm. or more. And but I, my my girlfriend's helping me rediscover episodes. Like fuck, I do remember that. I just don't. This should be my like like my live action Simpsons because the show is cartoonish as fuck. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and wonderful. I really love so many things about Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And it has like settled into a Venture Brothers esque schedule where it's like, well, someone on the show got like a. Uh, a sitcom deal with Fox, and uh, let's give them their show for two years, and then they'll come back. That's yeah, so weird because the only yeah. the only consistent thing about it is like Charlie Day, who's not <laughs> on any sitcom but in the most movies, and was my number one choice for casting as Deadpool, and I stand by it. Charlie Day should have been Deadpool. <laughs> that would have been interesting. <laughs> um, who are we moving on to? I am totally um, to, Dave. to Dave. Uh, Dave, this is a little cheat on my part. I apologize in advance. Jim Henson Entertainment, or you know it, it, it's Muppet Babies. I'm going to give that to you. I'm going to give that to you. It, it, it's Spider-Man flying at the screen. It is right? the coolest looking CG Spider-Man you've ever seen in your entire <laughs> life. And I, it's something I wish, uh, looking into this, it, it's something I wish more people talked about because uh, Marvel Marvel Animation made Muppet Babies. And we and everyone was like, why don't they ever release Muppet Babies on DVD or streaming? And like, oh, the rights are all tangled up. It's made by Marvel, featuring a lot of Star Wars characters with Jim Henson characters. They are now all literally owned by the same yeah. fucking person. 
but like everything. I looked into this as deep as I could. Marvel Marvel bought the company from DFE, Frizz Fri- Freeling and David DePatty, De uh, the people who mm-hmm. left Warner Brothers to make the Pink Panther and Anton the Aardvark cartoon. <laughs> yep. So, I mean, you, you're 80s kids. You remember when that shit played on TNT like every day. Oh, of course. These, like yeah, yeah. semi-terrible cartoons. But, you know, the people were fired from their big cushy corporate gig and had to make animation on a much smaller budget. And that's what you got. Um, and there wasn't a lot of cartoons to play. So that's what kids of the 80s watched. And then Marvel bought it in 1981. Mm. And then produced, and if you've never heard me say that before, like almost all... Almost all animation when we were kids, like they, you got two seasons and that was kind of it. Uh, yeah. Even on cartoon, and it felt like seven or eight years at the Muppet time. Muppet Babies was on for I think maybe nine seasons. Nine. It was. It went for a long time. And as a little kid with a smaller cable package, it aired on every channel I liked for a really <laughs> long time. It aired on uh, Fo- It aired on CBS in the in the on Saturdays. It was syndicated on Fox. Got thrown over to Nickelodeon, eventually made it a Cartoon Network. Like uh, Muppet Babies is not a bad show. Yeah, <laughs> and then at some point, Marvel and a lot of its rights were acquired by New World Entertainment, and I was just like, "What? What? Why would I? Why would I? Yeah." And, and part of Marvel's worst period, Roger Corman seized control of Marvel <laughs> because he thought it was like, "Yeah, I made a bunch of." You know, successful movies based on like ruining Edgar Allan Poe for fans. <laughs> Why not buy up Marvel? It was short lived. New, New World Entertainment is not owned by Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, and Hulk Hogan. I understood that reference. Small <laughs> W. Small W. Uh, but but uh, it was purchased by Fox in 1996 because uh, they were making so much stuff for Fox. And then if you remember the trajectory, one of the reasons Disney bought Marvel is because they had. I think the channel was called Toon Disney initially, and they were playing like, we're going to play your old Disney classics. And it turns out that gets a little boring after a while. And they licensed a bunch of the Marvel X-Men Spider-Man cartoon shows. And like, this shit is killing for us. We should acquire the company that makes this animation. And they did. But but the company, they hadn't bought Marvel yet. They just bought the company that made Marvel cartoons that wasn't owned by Marvel anymore. It's complicated. Saban is involved. Guess what? Rest your heads, kids. Disney now owns everything. They, uh, <laughs> there's no more finally, problems. Finally, get that '60s Super Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends show back. I don't know because uh. this show started in the the production company started in 1981 to make uh, Spider-Man, the, the the second Spider-Man TV show. Uh. So I don't know. Slightly if it, better one, but still really terrible. But to my knowledge, Marvel was was playing that Spider-Man show on its website before Disney bought it. Like, like this shit is worthless. <laughs> you can buy it, give it to a friend, but don't expect anyone to pay to watch this. Like, it's, <laughs> it, what was the one in the 80s? Not Spider-Man and his amazing friends, but I think it was just called Spider-Friends. And it was shit. like Spider-Man, Iceman, and Firestar. Not to be right. confused with DC's Starfire. Right. We did a we did a Isn't show about we we did a commentary on that on, on Laser Time podcast or Patreon.com slash slash Laser Time, I believe. Huh. I forget I what I forget why, but there's something significant in there. Jesus Christ, I've talked for a while. But Dave, you, you got it, buddy. Yeah. But at the time <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am clicking the books in my favor, and I'm still in dead last. <laughs> but I, 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 Brett would go on more about that. But like before, you could see Spider. There were old Spider-Man cartoons. If you were Spider-Man fan as a kid of the '80s and '90s, there wasn't a cartoon around. There was no movie, and like seeing this CG Sp- Spider-Man in a white outfit drop down on a logo was like. Dude, I looked forward to that every time. Every, every time Muppet <laughs> Babies end ended, I loved it. Okay, sorry, we need to keep moving. Uh, we have a, just a couple left. Okay. Da- it was Dave, and it goes on to okay. Diana. Let me see if you can get this. Um. Well, that's South Park, and it is called. Why can I not remember? I got the name. I got I'll it too. Sing, I'll sing the whole fucking song for you. <laughs> it's from Cannibal the Musical. The sky is blue and all the leaves are green. That is that is Diana's correct. That is it is Braniff. Braniff. Yep. I was like, and that th- there's like a history there? behind the yes. name. Like, was there an actual Braniff? Yes. Airlines? No. Yes. The thing you're seeing <laughs> at so. the well, I think they stopped using that 
title slate after oh man south park has one of the funniest behind the scenes story of how much control they gave trey parker and matt stone it's why they don't make a they don't seth mcfarland shit they don't make a new show every couple of months they work ridiculously hard on south park for like i would say what is it like 15 weeks a year and they don't start new shows because yeah. they they have like complete ownership. They're not complete, but a ridiculous amount of ownership of South Park. And they changed all the production companies to be like South Park Studios and Trey Parker, Matt Stone Productions, all hmm. that shit. In like uh, the mid two thousands, after Comedy Central handed them the at the time worthless uh, internet rights to South Park, the streaming <laughs> rights, and which which is now like Hulu has day after rights and HBO Max and. Cats are fighting everywhere. <laughs> God damn this quarantine. Uh, it's a bit of a trip hearing um, Cannibal the Musical. Yes. Which doesn't have dot dot at the end of that. Yeah. Uh, well, they tried to make it sound like a jingle. And yeah. it, as Dave is pointing out, here's the, I, the brand theme went, again. Right. Yeah. And the opening song for Cannibal the Musical. The sky. <laughs> the first movie from Trey Parker and Matt Stone, Cannibal the Musical, available now for free on YouTube from Troma Films, which nice. is just and I, also uh, talking about like when a uh, production company bumps up against like another logo. It, the the era that that like is so ingrained with me is when Comedy Central still had like the radar sounding logo boom, right after that. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, boom. And then Ben Gillette ta- talking about the yep. next uh, Daily Show. Coming up next, Mystery Science Theater 3000. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely fabulous. And, um, <laughs> a lot of soap. A lot. <laughs> a whole day. A whole day and then I should say I felt terrible. I couldn't do things like uh, Mike Judge's judgmental films. And Mystery Science Theater 3000, because both of those studios use something from the episode as the sound mm. for best brains and judgmental films. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, it, but yeah, the Braniff logo has a, like, it's, it's fucking crazy. They apparently like, like Trey Parker and Matt Stone thought they had to put something at the end of the episode to make it look like somebody made it. And they just stole footage of a commercial of a real airline. Braniff airline is real. And that is a real piece of footage from one of their commercials. They had a lawsuit and had to settle to, in order to use it. Allegedly. I, I, there's, there's not a ton of information on this, but like coming through decade old message boards, but the Braniff airline was real as fuck. And if you're watching Ephesus for family, nothing entertains me more than 1970s airlines that are totally defunct now. But yeah, there's like Mohican Airlines. Yes, Mohawk Airlines or Mohican. Yeah, 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 it's Mohican. Yeah, yeah, Mohawk was the real one. That's yeah, that's right. They had oh god, (laughs) which I think is it ended up in Mad Men. Like there's there's at least one plot line about Mohawk Airlines. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Yeah, I'm glad you guys know your Trey Parker and Matt Stone and your Braniff. Did Diana get that so (laughs) incredibly quickly? We're back to Dave. No, or Michael. 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 Oh, Michael's, Michael's next. I guess it's Michael's me. next. Uh, Michael's next. Yep. Michael's next. Okay. Let's see. Is that classic Xupo? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Damn. Just All like right, everything right. about Klasky Chupo is too ugly to exist, Chupo, including yes. their production <laughs> slate. They're hideous. They're always so fucking hideous. I think I recognize that from the end of Rugrats specifically. Yep. It, well, in Duckman, and yeah. and somehow not the first season of The Simpsons. Weirdly, it's it's like it should be there. Yeah, it's weird how they kept it out of The Simpsons. It doesn't because I wanted to get Filmation's thing, but Filmation put their shit at the top. Filmation presents He Man. They didn't wait till the end. They told you at the beginning. What yep. such power? Can you imagine, imagine 30 minutes of Homer as Walter Matthau and then... And again, do yourself a favor. Look up the Klasky Chupo internal pitch reel for once their Nickelodeon deal shit the bed. It is 40 shows 
that you assume this can't be real, but there's there's completed <laughs> animation. What if chickens were people? Coming soon. Like it's it's so funny and ugly. <laughs> And it's every it's it, it it it's so fast. The Klasky Chupo pitch reel is so. F- here's here's another thing I'd recommend. Don't start a company with your wife when you're young, because this is. <laughs> um, the, the, these are two people who are no longer married and have kind of a dynasty, but it's just got to be let go. Like no one wants. I'm sure they'd come back and do Rugrats in a second, but like, are they gonna get together and like talk about? Like from what I hear, it was it was not very pretty. And from what I read a long time I ago, only, I can only hear like the wasn't it who they based like Doctor Nick off of uh, Hi, one of everybody. the yes. yeah yeah oh yeah uh, I believe yeah. that the, the man is very foreign it is it is one of the worst names to put on a slate at the end of a children's show when they're learning how to read and then be told <laughs> just throw all that out uh, this is how the name is pronounced it doesn't make Hi, any sense everybody <laughs> I'll buy you out over my cold dead body. <laughs> <laughs> And let's see. Okay, so let's move on. I wanted to keep this under an hour for you guys. Um, who are you? Who got that? Uh, Michael? Me. David. Uh, I don't like this one at all. Oh, boy. Uh, I wouldn't have got it if it wasn't popular, and I knew you'd seen it. Hmm. But I know you've seen it probably on Netflix for, for now until it migrates over to Peacock. I got, I got nothing. Nothing. Uh, it's migrating over to Peacock, so Netflix decided to hire the show creator and star to create a new show very recently uh, in order to make up for it And what I believe is one of the the highest paycheck any people who've made a television show have ever received. Uh, something that came out of Netflix recently. That Space Force show? Yeah, it is Space Force. I literally watched... I don't think I made it to the end of the episode to hear that. But that was, was not... Like, eh. No, this... No, no. But this this did not accompany Space Force. This accompanied another show that is popular with kids on streaming platforms. What show is it, Dave? In the Office? Thank you. Oh, my God. I've seen that the entire run of The Office, and that does not ring a bell whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the company? What's the production company? Revelry. Like, it's the only thing... yeah, now it's starting. It's to, the only it's, thing. With, it's the only thing with the sound. Everything else is NBC or, yeah. or a, a Deedle D Productions and a Greg mm. Daniels company that doesn't make a sound. Who are we on after Diana? Let's see if we can get this. Grr, arg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's easy. oh, but what's it called? Grr, Just say what arg. they made. Um, they made. Uh, do they make Firefly? Also Buffy. It is Mutant Enemy oh. Productions, Joss yeah. Whedon's Enemy. company. Okay. I was like, uh, I was like jo- is there an alien? No, wait. Uh. Joss Whedon, Joss who Whedon. every day I tempt myself to Google, like, did he get canceled? That's a guy, a good guy, like a guy I liked a lot who disappeared from everything very I feel fast. Like he did? Yeah, like, but canceled. it was a while ago? Yeah. But for like a thing or for like, like uh, a bad tweet or some shit like that? Because you can come back from a bad tweet. Uh, unless you're, James Gunn did. But uh, what did sure. what did Joss Whedon do? I don't even know. Like like he has totally disappeared. The guy who played Cyborg calling him out today, like I hate this motherfucker. I'm like, what are you talking about? I, just... uh, I think it's worth looking into. Yeah. Remember there being some stuff about like he says he's a feminist, but he did something something, and I'm like, I don't feel like listening about this right now. Yeah. I'm just I'll be like, okay, canceled, fine. I don't care. Buffy was awesome. So was Angel, and so was Firefly. They're they're immaculate shows um, that I don't care what the creator did. They're very very good. And uh, I was very yeah, thankful. Definitely the, the artist. I'm fine with that. I'm very thankful that Casey Warner Productions that made Roseanne and The Cosby Show have a silent production slate. So I didn't have to use them at all. <laughs> Michael, I wanted to see if you could get this. It's technically two things, but it should conjure something in your memory. Uh, well, that is specifically at the end of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. It is. Um, but that is the Williams Street. Yes, yeah. Productions, which is Woo. accompanies all the the Cartoon Network, Space Ghost, all of the Adult Swim original. It is is very weird in 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 the Atlanta headquarters of CNN and uh, TBS. In the shadow of that is an old carpet company where they put the people who would go on to make Space Ghost Coast to Coast and kind of create Adult Swim. 
in this little abandoned carpet factory on uh, uh, ten sixty five William Street Northwest in Atlanta. And what I didn't what I didn't know is that um, if you watch Aqua Teen, the guy who's the voice of Ur and the creator of the show, Matt Mayero, uh, that's it. He, I thought they were saying go, but it's him yelling skull when you see a skull on screen. Skull. <laughs> so next time you hear it, uh, just know it's, it's skull. That was go too. And I do, I do love the man. There's Stranger Things had it too. Georgia is trying to become the new Hollywood, and every Mm -hmm. a bunch of shows you like, Walking Dead, and uh, uh, a lot of Adult Swim shows have that Georgia logo at the end. But only in Georgia, only Squid (laughs) Billies is like made in Georgia. (laughs) It's, It's so good. Played a video uh, game with that at the end recently. I can't yeah, remember sure. what it was. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I, they are trying their best. I know New York has one of those logos as well. Um, who are who am I moving on to? Dave, you'll uh, never me? guess this yep. one. I didn't need to say that. Oh. <laughs> Gracie Films. That is Gracie Films. Gracie Films. Uh, do you know who Gracie Films is named for? Is it uh, from? Um, I'm Milton Burrow. Who's the other old guy? George Burns. Whoa! That, right? I had no idea you were going to stumble on Gracie Allen. What the fuck? I figured it'd be like James Earl, or not James Earl Jones, like James Earl Brooks's wife or something. Yeah, I, I just assumed it was like yeah. his daughter or something, but no, it's it's named after Gracie Allen. Someone. James Did I just Earl get Brooks the Mario Party star that like throws all the points on me for that little poll? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, obviously you've heard that for 30 plus years on the Simpsons. I find it interesting that it was, it was the movie company that helped produce movies made by not only James L. Brooks, like broadcast news and Spanglish, uh, it made Cameron Crowe's movies and, uh, Danny DeVito's movies and Penny Marshall's movies. So big war of the roses, Jerry Maguire, uh, all fall under the Gracie films umbrella. And, and I, I do think it's weird of all these of all these fucking logos like uh, the one I'll throw out here that Dave ruined earlier. Bad robot. Bad robot for bonus. Whose company is that, uh, Dave? JJ Abrams. It is JJ. It's it's the only one I've seen appear in the front of films. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. there there is that thing silently. Yeah. But with lavish CG for this what was supposed to be a crude animation. Is that not the same robot from Lost that's in front of Star Wars? Uh, the animation seems the same, but... I don't think they be... let them use it in front of Star Wars, but it's used in front of the Mission Impossible movies. Uh, I, I, oh, yeah, it is at the end of the Star Wars movies, because it's just like, oh, that was weird. Yeah, that, that's weird. <laughs> the guy that made one good show is now yep. handling all of Star Wars. Uh, I'm not well, bitter. That was the weirdest oh, episode of Alias I have ever seen. <laughs> Alias is better than Lost. Fight me! No, I'm. Pr- I, I'm without having seen Alias, I'm with you. <laughs> At least the first two seasons. Fight me! Uh, sick of Star Wars. <laughs> Patreon.com slash laser time. We are about to dive in very sadly into episode four, A New Hope, the movie nobody likes. Hmm. And and that is that is about it for me. I, I Everything else I thought was a little too granular or changed too much every year that you could, like, could you guess this? This is something I wouldn't... Would you know that's Ruby Spears after? Oh, uh, after... See, I've been waiting for Ruby yeah. Spears. I knew it would come up, but I didn't remember what the sound was. Well, like. It's it's. it's I, I'm glad we. Did you do that, you big animation dork? I'm, gl- I'm glad we did this because I don't know that this will be a thing we can reference anymore. And it's been always mm-hmm. been a thing nerds referenced with one another. Family Guy's proved yeah. that. But like, yeah. uh, yeah, I don't know that you'll ever really know a production company. All of entertainment is trying to get you away from the credits as fast as possible. I know. Diana and Michael, what I'd say mostly Diana, is very California and like you will not leave a movie theater until the credits are done rolling. <laughs> I don't think that's a California thing. I think it that's a is. Thing. Yeah. It that's is. a thing I do because of you. Yeah, you wait for me. <laughs> that's what I was implying. <laughs> and I just, you know, just like see how many effects houses worked on this and try to see if I can find my name in the credits. No. <laughs> first or last. There's, I can usually find them. Uh, but yeah, that's that, that's why it's important. That's how pe- that's why people wanted credit in credits, so that if people were looking to make something similar, like I would love that guy for my picture. Who's the who's the best boy on this Bugsy Malone picture? 
Uh, and then you see Michael Raparez. He was definitely the best boy in Bugsy Malone. And yes. <laughs> it's a character, not a job. Like I'm surprised you guys don't get the reference. But but, but yeah, like I, I don't know if anything works like that now because the way they get like forced down to the bottom and run like like in almost like a, a like to cause a seizure. The credits run so fast on television nowadays, even movie credits. Yep. I know it bugs me as a, as someone who I don't call it a guilty pleasure, guilty pleasure watching law and orders. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't even get to hear the wolf howl anymore because oh, you didn't get that. producer Dick Wolf. Mm-hmm. And then we're straight into the next one as the, the other ones flash super, super fast. It's super, super tiny. And it's like, but I wanted to see, I thought I knew who that guy was who played the dead body. Oh, he's gone. So remember kids, if you have ever told any one of us we're old and you understood any of this, so are you. <laughs> so are you. It's happening to you right now. It's true. <laughs> it's fun, right? You just get used I to it after a while. I have one for you, Chris, that actually came up when I pitched the show. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that when I pitched it, 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 I think I only ever heard it played in conjunction with a show's theme song. So it's kind of, it wouldn't work, but it's just one that always springs to mind. And I th- always thought it was part of a show, but I'm not sure if it actually was. <laughs> <laughs> Which never would get this production company. Uh, but a, I don't know if either. It's of you a guy falling off a that. roof. What is this from? Yeah. It's from. Uh, I, so I picture that playing with the alongside the end of the growing pains theme. Mm-hmm. Ah. Which makes sense because that was a spinoff of just the ten of us, and I always thought that was the guy from just the ten of us falling off his roof. But he may, it may not have been. I, I don't actually know. Hey, uh, wow. How do you say? How do you say this? A Gunselman Sullivan Marshall production. <laughs> Gunselman. I need to I need to eat less so I can work on my Gunsel. <laughs> oh, well, thank you guys so much for joining us. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash laser time with a bunch of extra stuff in there featuring everyone uh, you're hearing right now in some capacity. Dave doing over 100 movie commentaries with us. Michael doing... Uh, uh, Video game apocalypse uh, game, or sorry, t- thirty twenty ten games uh, every single month. Where we go through the thirty twenty and tenth anniversary of a bunch of wonderful games with our buddy Matt Allen from Video game apocalypse and uh, Diana talking about thirty twenty ten stuff. Thirty twenty ten. dot com slash laser time is how it makes it all possible. Where can people see more of you guys? Um, I'm at Dave Rudden on Twitter. Yeah, please actually let me know what the score was for this. I think Michael won, but I did get that Mario Party thing at the end. <laughs> I I feel like you won based on that, man. I had no clue. Yeah, that's uh, good. You can follow me at Nerd on Twitter, L-E-C-I-N-E-N-E-R-D, or follow the show, 302010podcast, 302010podcast, because, man, we got some good shit coming up. Mm. Oh, I know, I've been preparing. In the next couple of weeks, we have the best movie of 2000. We got the best movie of 2010. Again, fight me. I'm feeling combative. Uh, <laughs> uh, again, if you want to hear Chris and me talk about video games every week, videogameapocalypse.com is where we keep those shows. Uh, we are also working on a Last of Us Part Two spoiler cast exclusive to the Patreon. Ooh. So there's an incentive for you there. And uh, w- w- once again, with the inimitable Carolyn Pettit as a guest mm-hmm. and uh, Matthew C. Allen. And also uh, follow me on Twitter at Wikiparas. AZ, not easy. Easy is a strange ebooks bot. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you can follow the show at VG Apocalypse. And I would try like to try and play all of these themes at once. <laughs> It worked. It, it just worked. sounded like the classic Chupo one again. <laughs> I think you should make make that your production. That was better. That was better. That sounded pretty slick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was just one row of the keys. <laughs> okay, last one. Shit. All right, enough. Uh, <laughs> thank you for indulging us with this. I think this has been a ton of fun. Thank Dave for the idea. Check him out on Twitter. Thanks to you guys so much for listening to us. We will see you guys next week or sooner. Who knows? I'll get you next time, Gadget. <laughs> <laughs>